Welcome back to the 7B Podcast. My name is Emily Bosong, the staff writer of the Bonners Ferry Herald. This week on the podcast, it's a special edition where we go up to Boundary County and hear the local news. City of Bonners Ferry is updating their comprehensive plan. The light provides guidance for city staff and planning to see what the city could look like in the next 20 years. What do the residents want? What does the city need to continue its economic development, housing, and much, much more? In compliance with Idaho Code, the City of Bonners Ferry is updating the comprehensive plan. All that is required for a new plan is a public hearing and an adoption resolution by the City Council. In addition, the City has opted to do a series of public workshops to get more of the community involved so that they can have more direction. The City has also formed an advisory committee with three-pronged approach. It is those that work in the City but live in the County, those that live in the City. It's for those that work in the City, those who that live in the City, or those that the advisory committee includes people that work in the city, live in the city, or own businesses in the committee. And that is a way to represent the larger Boundary County and Bonners Ferry community. The hope is that they will have the hope is that they'll bring different thoughts to the table and be a good representative of the, the county as a whole. Um, the city staff has been has appeared at the Bonners Ferry Farmers Market. Last city staff provided city staff act for public city staff asked for public input at the farmers market recently. Part of that was just to see what does the community members want. What they did is they had this big bulletin board with a map of the city, and they asked. And they asked community members to add a sticky note on what they wanted in some locations. Some of the things people said they wanted was better boat ramp access. They wanted a they wanted use tennis courts and more courts, but not everything was recreationally based. Some things were wanting more housing for seniors. They wanted to have they wanted to keep, have a bypass in the valley or other things. And then another yeah. And so with that in mind, the city staff has taken some of this input and they will continue to be more opportunities for input by citizens th throughout the next coming months. Another thing they asked, another thing they asked, later that day, uh, there was a public workshop at the school district offices. And part of that, and at the workshop, people were asked to come into groups and rate the city. There, there was People sat in groups and rated the city on how well they did in some of these aspects, whether that's housing, affordable housing, mixed housing, economic development, beautification, recreation, and a couple other topics. And so residents, so then community members were asked, where, where do you rank the city right now currently what, for economic development or some of these other categories? And where would you like them to be? And then they decided what's the distance. So some people wanted beautification in the city to be a 10. Currently they believed it was a four, and so the distance was six. So there's, there was a couple other things. They were, there's other circumstances when it came to mixed housing. People wanted it to be at a 10, to have a whole bunch of different types of housing available. They wanted to have affordable housing, or they wanted it um, historical preservation to be at a 10, recreation within the city to be at a 10. But when, um, curiously enough though, when community members were asked if they had 10 cents, how many cents would they put into each of these projects? It was very drastic. 
how everybody decide how everybody was on the same. Very drastic to see how everyone was on the same page. People may say, I want a more beautiful city, whether that is more benches, more green spaces, or maybe painting murals in the far future. They weren't willing to invest in it. What they're willing to invest in instead is more economic development and housing, because they believe they go hand in hand. If um, a lot of the community's members thought, if we don't have enough housing for a workforce, we won't have a workforce. How are you gonna have more economic development and bring in all this industry and more paying jobs if you don't have any place for these people to live? That was a major discussion. Another part of it was, we may want this beautification things, but that doesn't take precedent over having jobs. And another thing was having a good downtown. That was really part of the discussion. There is the South Hill, but a lot of people people may not consider a lot of people don't consider that downtown though there's booming businesses the overall consensus of the community members present at the workshop they wanted to have a downtown where people want to go where people walk where people sit and maybe people watch where they spend their money and just currently currently there's some really good spots in downtown like there's georgia may square but there there aren't places that make you linger so one gentleman was there and he's lived in the, he said he graduated from Monastery High School in the 70s and he remembers once he left that there were three retailers downtown where he could go shopping and get clothing or anything else. But now downtown there's a lot more different type of businesses. You've got law office, you've got real estate, you've got insurance and title companies. You don't really have a place to walk in and shop and that doesn't, that doesn't, with that, then you're not getting tourist dollars, but you're not getting people spending money in town. Because it's one of those things, where do you go buy shoes? There's a, probably a couple places in town to go buy shoes, but we, we I, I love, there are, then there's also the question of, then there's other businesses that you can go shopping, but it's not really tailored to the local economy or people that live here just because the expense of the clothing. And then you have the other side where we have more of these consignment used clothing stores. Now I'm all about a bargain and so did was everybody at the workshop. But there was this talk about how we have, you've got these consignment shops where we used to have retailers, which is well and good, but do we still need the retailers? Because if our dollars are going south to Sandpoint, people are spending money there, at Walmart and all these other stores when they could still go downtown. So that was really part of the discussion of what can we do to make downtown work more for the residents where people can go work there or shop there or spend more time there? Another part of that was what little things can we do to make people stay downtown? Whether that is maybe maybe we need some form, uh, maybe we need another park or a chess set or something where people can go and play or what, what do we have down there that'll keep people coming back or lingering? If you're outside enjoying um, the gazebo at Georgia May Square. You have an ice cream with the kids. If you're there long enough, maybe then you need to go buy a coffee and that will just help the economy. It was part of the discussion. Other things people were addressing was, what, a, what access do we have to recreation within city limits? They all agreed that outside of the city limits with all the county, there's so many places to recreate, but where can you stay in the city and walk? without creating too many trails, but where are these safe places to 
walk and get a view of the river without being run over or impeding traffic. So another th idea was, what can we do with the dikes on the river? Could we put benches there? Could there be a bike path? Like, let's explore these options. Another um, part was housing. There was a big discussion of whether we should... Um, another discussion was about housing. What type of housings do we have? And analyzing, looking at that, seeing that there is a big push. Currently, there is a whole bunch of... Currently, single-dwelling units, currently single-dwelling homes, it's very common in Bonners Ferry, but there's a lack of apartments and other type of housing. So, SCJ Alliance, which is partnering, SCJ Alliance is a, SCJ Alliance Consulting Services, SCJ Alliance Consulting Service is SCJ Alliance Consulting Service is one is the firm that the city is working through to help to help work on this comprehensive plan. And there, Aaron Qual is a project manager at SCJ Alliance. He was there facilitating the conversation. And what he said from observing the city map and driving around town is there's a lack of middle housing. Middle housing is a lot of things like lack of middle housing. Now that is a fancy planning term for not highly developed housing like apartments and condos that are like sky rises and just packed with people. And that's not single dwelling units. It's the space between which is apartments, condos, duplexes, but not in a high density. So you may have like five duplexes, four, or a couple apartments, but you're not having sky rises or anything. So there's a lack of where is that in-between zoning? Where, where, do, where do those young professionals stay? That's also part of the conversation, is where are these young professionals going to live? If you're trying to get them to work here, where do they live? They can't afford a They can't afford a $400,000 home, which is about the average price of a home in the county, because they'd have to make $52 an hour in order to do so. But where, where do... Where does the high school graduate live? Where does the young family without kids? So that's part of it is like, where do we house our workforce? Where do we house these people? And what type of housing do we have available for them? So part of um, pulling from census data, currently in, um, currently in Bonners Ferry, 69% of the housing is single family. 8% is mobile homes. 20% is multifamily, that could be apartments, duplexes. 20% is multifamily, 3% is duplex, and 1% is single detached. So there's an overwhelming amount of single family homes. And again, a young professional cannot, cannot afford that. <clears throat> and then just from census data, just from 2020 to 2021 slash 2022, the median selling price of homes in Boundary County increased from 3,400, increased from $342,000 to over $400,000. And according to 2019 census data, according to the 2019 census, it estimates that about 31% of all households about 31% of all households in Bonners Ferry are not considered affordable by HUD standards. 
So this is a big issue and it's a big debate in Bonner and Boundary Counties and in the entire Idaho Panhandle. Where do we house our workforce? And if we can't house them, where will they work? Another thing that's part of the comprehensive plan is, is our zoning correct? Now I know some people here are like, oh, zoning, what is that? It, it sounds nauseating. It's, it's important, but do we understand it? I'm right there with you. But currently in Bonners Ferry, 58.8% of the zoning is, re- is under residential zoning. And then for indus- industrial zoning, we have 21.6%. And commercial zoning is 19.6%. So you have to have a balance of residential, you know, where your people live, industrial and commercial. And so we're seeing that there's not that much in um, commercial zoning. And so like some of these places that we've had that has been zoned residential on this, like from the side of Highway 95, that is now becoming commercial. So how the other debate is how do you mingle the balance of commercial, so shops, hair salons, what have you, next to residences where people live. And so that's part of the conversation. And it's and if more people will come to the meetings or just provide feedback for the comprehensive plan, it gives the city in a direction and helps them figure out how to answer these questions and how the community would like the community to look. So one way you can get involved is um, if you f- go onto the city website, which is if you go onto the city website, which is bonnersferry.id.gov/compplan. That's spelled C-O-M-P-P-L-A-N. That is where you can receive updates and information on the comprehensive plan. There, throughout the summer, there will be. Um, more advisory committees, which anybody can come. Those are public meetings held at City Hall, unless they change the location, but they should be at City Hall. And you can come in and be part of the conversation and just learn about the issues and just hear the conversations overall. And then through, um, there should will also be more workshops throughout the summer and we'll keep you updated on that. And there will also, um, you'll also see city staff all week at the fair and that's when you can also come in and give yourself Give in some input. Let them know where you think there should be an emphasis in the city. Maybe you think we need to have more trees on the side of the highway or better sidewalks. Or maybe or maybe you want to have a better road to make it more accessible to get to your neighbor's house. That is also part of the discussion. Like, how do we have more connectivity in the city? Another conversation was commercial and businesses. Speaking of businesses, the Best of the Boundary County 2022 nomination period is open until June 29th. The Best of Boundary County provides the community a platform to recognize businesses and individuals in the community who provide exceptional service and products. During this time, vote should During this time, votes should nominate businesses across categories from best breakfast to best tire shop and more. If you don't think the nominations you see are the best of the county, you can provide a write-in. If you really don't think that business has the best breakfast and you know where the best breakfast is, the best pancake, maybe the best coffee, let your voice be heard. Put in a write-in. Once nominations are in, then a voting period will begin. So the nomination period is just to see who kind of gets on the ballot, and then once we get to there, then you can go and decide which... (laughs) Then you can decide who really is the best of the county. The voting period will run from July 1st to July 20th. If you'd like your business to participate, go to the Herald's website and nominate your business in the appropriate category. Businesses have the opportunity to campaign and invite the community to show their support by nominating and voting for them. 
To nominate, visit bonnersferryherald.com. If you click best of, that's up in the task bar, you will then be rerouted. And then from there, you sign in, you use your email address, and you nominate away. You only get a nominate one time through that email address. You don't get to come back in and nominate for your sister, your cousin, yourself over and over and over again. It's a one vote thing until the real voting process comes. So you can follow, um, remember, get out there and vote and let your voices be heard. And let, it, let us all know where where the best place to eat is. Where then? Where is the best place to go on a date night? Where's the best dinner? Where's the best coffee? Where's the best retail? On and on and on. We've got tons of categories and it's always good to learn what is the best boundary count? To read the full story on the comprehensive plan and input by community, go to bonnersferryherald.com, go click local news, and you'll find the and you'll find the story under community members on same page at workshop. Want more North Idaho podcasts? Come back every Monday for a new local content out of Bonner and Boundary Counties. If you've already listened to the podcast for the week, just scroll down and find one you haven't listened before. We've got podcasts back for more than a year. You can also listen twice weekly to another Hagedon News Network podcast, North Idaho Now, the official podcast for the Idaho Panhandle. Listen every week for the latest news from Kootenai, Bonner, Shoshone, and Boundary Counties. Join Chance Watson and rotating guest hosts to stay informed and have fun along the way. Follow us on Facebook at Bonner's Ferry Herald or on Instagram at BF Herald or on Twitter under at BF Herald. Remember, Bonner's Ferry Herald, your place for Badger sports. This has been the 7B Podcast, special edition where we go up to Boundary County. Thank you so much for listening.